Hello, 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 and bright blessings to all of you who have chosen to take some time out of your day to listen to my ramblings. I have titled this first installment, The Fabrication of Christmas. With this, I intend to shed a little light on a few of the traditions that have been stolen and adapted to fit a certain belief system and celebration. But before I dive in, I would just like to state that I am in no way trying to bash or slander any religion or belief system. At its core, I believe it to be truly beautiful and powerful that people across the globe of different faiths or non-faiths can put that aside for a day to spend time with family and friends, give each other gifts, eat decadent foods and decorate a big-ass tree. But why is it done? Surely there is a purpose to it all. There is, and it's not only to celebrate the birthday of someone who died centuries ago. It goes a little deeper. I believe that we, as a species, are experiencing a spiritual revolution, and in order to transform it to an evolution, we must retrospect. We must open our eyes to the ways of our ancestors. I understand that this information is readily available to those willing to search, but not everyone will look, so maybe, just maybe, they will listen. One of the most prominent and recognizable symbols of this celebration is the Christmas tree, a tradition followed by most at this time of year. But where does it come from? What does having a tree full of ornaments have to do with the birth of Jesus? In truth, nothing. I am sure that some explanation can be given, but it would be falsified. The truth is that this practice was taken straight out of paganism. At the winter solstice, otherwise known as Yule, our pagan ancestors would decorate a living fir tree with seed pods, pine cones, and handmade ornaments. The tree's evergreen leaves were a symbol of life persisting through the winter months and the decoration of the tree was to honor that life, to welcome the light back into the world. For even though the winter solstice is the longest night, by dawn the strength of the sun begins to increase, and the days become longer. In our modern world, the significance of the decoration of the tree has been lost, with people cutting down living trees and covering them in plastic ornaments and tinsel, only to discard the tree a few days after its death, or using plastic trees just to have a place to put the presents. Because that's what it's all about, right? Presents! An international shopping extravaganza, where we spend the year's hard-earned profits on shiny new toys, which become obsolete the moment a new device is announced. Believe it or not, this tradition also has its roots deep in paganism where gifts would be handcrafted items, usually with some personal significance. These gifts would be given to loved ones on the night of Yule, acting as a reminder that summer shall return. I am sure that by now you have noticed that the traditions I am describing are seasonal. One doesn't need to be reminded of the summer when the sun is blazing up above, the air is fragrant and the flowers are blooming. No, here in the southern hemisphere, 
This festival should be celebrated in June, not December. But because of the alteration thereof, it is celebrated by all at the same time of year. This is because the festival originates from the Northern Hemisphere. In the days of the Roman Empire, after they had discarded the belief in the gods of Olympus and adopted Catholicism instead, many tribes across the lands which they invaded still followed the pagan traditions and celebrations. In order to convert these tribes to the ways of their church, dates and names of the celebrations were shuffled to coincide with the pagan festivals making it easier to brainwash people into thinking that the belief systems weren't all that different. Many people did not buy into this new way of thinking and continued to practice the traditions of their forefathers, only to be labelled heretics and permanently silenced. Others adopted these celebrations, believing, as they did, in multiple deities and seeing this new god as just another being to be celebrated and loved, but, unfortunately for them, this marked the beginning of the end of their ancient practices. Because their traditions were not written, but passed down orally, it made it much easier for them to be lost. The Romans' traditions, however, were written, so any accounts of that time were written by the people who changed everything, making it near impossible to get an objective opinion, seeing as all accounts were from a Roman perspective, and filled with propaganda to make normal people believe that the ancient ways were barbaric and evil, and that the only way to prosper was the Roman way and the ways of the church. The Roman Empire is long gone, but its spirit still lives on. Brainwashing through propaganda is still rife and has become the norm. Most of the world's population lives in a state of perpetual fear. And I don't know about you, but I believe that any system that keeps people in fear has to be changed. We are so occupied with the system that we have forgotten how to live. We are not meant to live this way. Sitting in little boxes for 90% of our lives, hoping that one day when we are old, we might get a chance to do as we please. We have been led to believe that our worth is measured by the area in which we live, the cars we drive, and the balance in our bank accounts. This is not the worth of a human being. It is our mark of enslavement to a society that sees us as only a number. When the number that we all are is one, many ones that see each other as separate, which we are not, we are all part of the same one, a collective consciousness that, if we looked past our differences and worked together, could harness a power greater than anything we can imagine. I thank you for listening and trust that I have been heard. If nothing else, I hope I inspired some thought. I wish you a wondrous Woden's Day. Blessed be.